If I had coronavirus, antibodies, would you still call me Superman? <laughs> if I tested positive, would you mind holding my hand? You wouldn't have to wash it after because, well, I guess you would, because if you didn't uh, have antibodies, which don't prove immunity at this point. You've, you're to- I can't do this amelodically. You're atonal. No, I was, I was pointing out the flaws in our song. If someone had pop- you abandoned the song to point out its flaws. Oh boy, too loud. You're really popping those peas. Popping my peas? Do I need a sock? Yeah. Do you have a sock to put over your microphone? I do. No, it's probably fine. Okay. Uh, I no, it doesn't matter anyway because we're also doing a. Uh, Where's the worst band in the world live? Where? Three Doors Down. Hey! Song. <laughs> so, so, remember when that came out, that song? Everyone everyone loved it. That was one of those cross-radio Which one was that? Songs. Was that that I'm on the outside? Wait, no, that's... No, no, the Kryptonite song. Superman, oh! The one I was oh, just oh, singing. Oh. Yeah. The one you were also singing. Which apparently, I forgot that that was Three Doors Down. That's Three Doors Down. It is? Yeah. Okay. I loved that song. You call me strong, you call me weak, but still your secrets I will keep. I took for granted all the time. I never let you down. This part's weird. You stumbled in and bumped your head. If not for me, you'd still be dead. I picked you up, put you back on solid ground. I can't believe you know that many of the lyrics. But I remember that was on all the radio stations. It was on the alternative station and like the pop stations and top 40 stations. People. I mean, look, they're... They went away after that. They'd still be rich. What are some other? There are some other songs that sort of crossed over like that. I don't know. I was thinking Avril Lavigne because she played off as this like punky punkerson, but she also was so no, she poppy. Never, she never made it to any rock stations. Give me a break. No, not even the beginning no, with like no. he was a skater boy. See uh, later, I don't boy. think so. Maybe, but I don't think so. You wear all your fancy clothes. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, should we break the news here? Yes. Before the show? Yeah, sure. And I am uh, invincible. Yeah. And I have the best immune system in the world. And why is that, Greg? Because I tested positive for COVID antibodies. And then there was no sickness. I wasn't sick. Mm -mm. You keep looking back to a sort of longer period of not feeling great though but all of that could have just been environmental like allergies were really like it it was starting to get warmer outside things were blooming you said that your throat would feel sore when you went outside and you were kind of like grumpy but even that (laughs) yeah even that i don't none of those are symptoms of covid so i think that you were just asymptomatic and then you were just like in a funk look at that i was exposed who knew now, there's yeah. some false positives still with these tests, but I, the place I went did the better of the tests. Right. Instead of a finger prick of blood, they took a whole vial. So who knows? I, they still, you know, again, it's not proven that it means anything. doesn't mean I'm immune. Yeah. They don't know if I could still carry it and pass it on. So I'll continue It is to data, live. though, for people to have. I mean, it's important for people to know. The now spread. That, yeah. the, the spread, but also just for information about, you know, when you when you went in for the test, did they ask you any questions about like have you felt sick in the recently or yeah 
Okay, so that'll be tied in with your result. So that'll be on some graph somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, those results are being reported to the state. Of yeah, New it's York. interesting. So it'll help them to see what the spread actually was of this thing. Yeah, I'm uh, getting tested on Wednesday. Good luck. Thanks. It's a great feeling. This is all we'll talk about COVID, by the way. Yeah. Although, well, maybe it'll come up in our topic because I didn't mm. think about it before, but how will it affect what our topic is? Sure. How has it affected it currently? Well, it's affected it currently like it's affected every other business. Yeah, but they're still doing it. Well, we'll get to it. Ooh, what are you, what are you drinking there, Greg? Bottle of white. <laughs> nope. Nope. Bottle of red. Uh-uh. Perhaps a bottle of rosé instead. Yeah, rosé. What a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I liked rosé for years, and then it became popular yeah. four years ago. Rosé all day. Which is a real shame. Rosé Friday. Uh, I knew a guy who lived in London, and he was getting public assistance. And anytime he would get money, and this is why people think that public assistance shouldn't exist. I mm-hmm. don't know his circumstances. I don't know how he was getting it. But he would just go buy hot dogs and white wine. <laughs> I, was, I wonder if he's still alive. I guess if your brain is soaked in white wine, hot dogs seem like a great idea. I guess. <laughs> wonder what he's doing these days. I mean, either it's stayed the same or it's gotten worse. Which I, Maybe that's a pretty negative thing. Maybe he's gotten better. I think he was also feeling a bit depressed because he would just stay on the couch. So, Hot dogs. So maybe whatever the reason, maybe the public assistance made him depressed that mm. he was in a position where he had to get it. And then he started eating the hot dogs and drinking the white wine nonstop, so he got stuck in a cycle. Isn't it weird that I'll eat a hot dog, but I turn my nose up at spam or even like bologna? Well, I think bologna and hot dogs are pretty much the same thing. No, they yeah. can't be. Yeah, they're pretty really? close. So if you so if I cut a hot dog lengthwise and then like cut the round side, right? Okay, so I've cut it lengthwise so there's one flat side and then the round side still like I've cut that flat and if I put a bunch of those together, I could make it would taste like bologna, you think? Like could you put a piece of a cube of a hot dog in front of me? And a cube of a piece of bologna in front of me, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You need to pound out the hot dog like a, sh- a schnitzel. Okay. Would you have to do that with the bologna too? No, it's already flat. I know, but texturally, and you would maybe know that, oh, this is the bologna because it's flat like a bologna, and this is weird mushed up mush, and you told me that's what you were going to do with the hot dog? I'll try it with your kids. Okay. They probably, but then I'd have to buy bologna. They'll probably love it. They probably would. Fried bologna sandwich. <gasps> I loved it. My dad would make a fried egg and a fried bologna. It was like mayonnaise. It was so gross, but it was so good. That same adult who I went over to to see a friend of mine, he made fun of me for having allergies. And I brought over a fried bologna and egg sandwich and he made fun of me for that. He was a real dick. He probably was like 31. Wait, so what happened? I went over to my friend's house. She lived up the hill from me. And um, the dad... I was having allergies and he was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I have allergies. And he called me a dork. And then I had this fried egg and bologna sandwich with me and he thought that was really gross. And so he really made me feel like. How old were you? I was 
when was that? I feel like it was middle school. Okay. Yeah. So around the same time you had the 31 year old boyfriend. So you, no. were, dating, you were dating someone who <laughs> was the same age as your friend's dad. Maybe I confused him with my actual boyfriend. I just remember some jerk talking to me. Yeah. That's a weird thing to do as an adult. I'm just kidding. That didn't, that part didn't happen. It was not, first of all, I was not in middle school when I had, and I never had a 31 year old boyfriend. Wait, I, Tim Andrews was older. That was much later. That was my adulthood. Yeah. I don't know. Where you be then? 20 years old. Yeah. And he was 32. That's fine. 33. That's fine. You're of legal age. Yes. I just don't like this thing that we're like the, the show, the Von Hessler doctrine really pushes it. And so do you that people are going to think that I was like some child bride or something. I mean, whatever. What's the effect? The Mandela effect. Yeah. There's for some reason in my mind, I remember this guy being that much older than you when. Yeah, he wasn't. When we he first was, met. It was just a big age difference when you're 15 and 17. I don't know where it came from, but it exists in okay. my brain as truth. Okay. And, it can uh, live there as truth. That's fine. Yeah. I was going to say mayonnaise on egg. It's like cannibalism. Oh, because it's full of eggs. Yeah. Egg cannibalism. On, egg I don't think egg. it's cannibalism. Well. <laughs> You're not me. <laughs> if you had a chicken eat mayonnaise, then that's kind of cannibalism. Same thing if you feed eggs to your chickens. Yeah, I mean, I understand cannibalism is the eating, but I, I was... If you eat two meats from this, or two proteins or, that are from the same animal, there is no cannibalism happening. <laughs> All right, fine. You shot holes in that. Okay, let's start. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Uh, I'll set up today's show, Autumn, even though it's your week. Wait. Because I know where your topic came from. You can reveal the topic. But I know the topic, and I know that it came from a clip <laughs> off of Fail Army. You were what? You sit there, you watch Fail Army for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. It's how I forget. Just people it's on trampolines flying off and pogo sticks falling on their face. People failing at parkour. Dads getting hit in the nuts with baseball bats accidentally or... It is you know. a, it's amazing that this still exists. America's Funniest Home Videos around for the idea. I mean, Bob Saget at that point would write his own little scripts for each video and do voices. Oh, I hope he doesn't get me hit with the oh, ouchie. Yeah. And I don't, you know, ultimately, I don't think that was needed. I think it actually took away from the videos. But that's a different discussion for a different oh, time. Yeah. The fact that people still enjoy watching videos of other people getting hurt in some way. <laughs> Or another failing. It's funny. Yeah. What a mentality. I know. What do you you get out of this? Superiority. Like, ah, look at that idiot. No, 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 no. I mean, there are some times when you're like, whoa, that was just dumb. And of course that would happen. And why didn't you know that that was going to happen? And then there are other times where it was, you know, just an accident. It's kind of funny. Okay. So you saw a video of someone. on. Well, I was struggling with a topic. I mean, we came up with this topic. I mean. What? No. That just that's. You saw someone on a pole. All right. <laughs> I'm was... saying I couldn't. I didn't have a good topic. I wanted it to be fun. And I was we're, I was watching Feel Army. And I saw a guy on a pole. Like twist around and the pole fell down. <laughs> and so I said strippers. Let's talk about strippers. That's the topic. Strippers. strippers? I thought it was strip clubs. Oh, strip clubs. Whatever. Oh, boy. 
I prepared for strip clubs, much different than strippers. Oh, I wrote down strippers. Because I, I wrote down strip clubs. All right. Well, it's the strip community. Because I don't, I, I'm not in any position to speak on strippers. I also have nothing against strippers. So that would kill my whole commentary on the topic. All right. I don't know. Those are people making choices in their own lives. If they you're can talking... do whatever they want. I strip clubs, though. It opens up a whole other door so I can talk about the creep ball guys who go in there and... I think it's a, we're, we're talking about strip clubs, strippers. How about stripping? Just uh, strip clubs. No, that's because you wrote down strip clubs. We can, it could be the, 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 uh, the combination of both of our ideas is stripping. Okay. Right? Does that leak out into strip poker? No, that's a totally different thing. Well, that's stripping. No, people aren't making money so that they can strip. You know what I mean? Like you're not paying someone to take their clothes off. You're betting so that you won't have to take your clothes off. Okay. So that's different. So that's out. Yep, that's out. Professional. Professional stripping. Th- yes. All right. Yeah, not like we're trying to spice up our, you know, 30-year marriage, so I'm going to strip for you. I'm not talking about that. Does that spice things up? I feel like that's a thing people do. I'm going to look. I'm gonna take a pole dancing class and teach them to show my husband... Which is the completely wrong reason to take a pole dancing class. You would take a pole dancing class because you're interested in pole dancing. Mm, not for a man's pleasure. I mean, I guess if that's what you wanted to do. But the idea is, I don't know, what would he like? Mm. Which, okay, sometimes thinking of the other person is a nice thing to do. I guess the problem I have with this idea is you're married to a person who's going to like you better because you can now dance <laughs> on a pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sheila, I didn't want to fuck you, but now you look, now you're dancing for me, so I'm into it. Yeah. You know, who am I to pass judgment? Sure. I think it would just be easy for me. I was like, oh no, there's this, the, we've lost the spark. Mm-hmm. And if the other person just got naked, like, oh, wow, you're naked. Look at that. I'm ready to go. That would be it? Yeah, but I'm that, easy. I think that's when the spark is there. If the spark's gone, Maybe you don't. You're like, meh, I've seen you naked a billion times now, so. I, again, I'm easy. Okay. But sure, if you're not liking the person and you're not attracted to them, it doesn't matter. It's like, look at that body. You're like, ugh, that body again. Yeah. It's different than when I first met it. So then what, what are you doing <laughs> with the strip pole at that point? You're trying. Oh, you know, it's for my, I'm getting, um, I'm uh, getting to know my own body. That's fine if that was the real case. If my body is bigger than it has been before because I've been married 30 years and I'm 55 oh, years fine. old. All I'm, I think is the guy, I'm going to do this, then he'll be able to fantasize that I'm someone that I haven't ever been, a person oh. who can strip on a strip pole. <laughs> that is a weird thing, right? Because when people do that kind of stuff, it is usually about like, we don't know each other. You know what I mean? Like, we'll meet at a bar and pretend that we're strangers and then we'll have sex and then it's like... Good. We don't want to actually know each other. We're going to totally skip the like why the intimacy has gone. We're just going to go straight to like, let's pretend we don't know each other. Yeah, because that's the that's, only way we can get into it. That's when the intimacy <laughs> doesn't exist. When you first meet someone and you yeah. can just hook up with them because you're attracted to each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most of the times in these conversations anyway, maybe you've noticed. I always blame the dudes. It's always something wrong with the dudes. <laughs> And it's like, I understand a woman could go take these strip classes because she wanted to. And yeah. great. But if it's for a guy who treats her like crap. I'm well, like, maybe he doesn't treat her like, you, you don't always have to think. Oh, no, he guy- does. He sits there and he ignores her and uh, he 
talks to his buddies about how he can't stand her. Mm. She's always bitching about doing the dishes. He refers to her as the ball and chain. Mm, the he's old ex- ball and chain. He's excited when she goes out of town for some reason or when he gets to go out of town and escape. Yeah. <laughs> now, she's either the old, she's the old lady, you know, old lady. Yeah. The old lady says, I can't go out tonight, boys. Yeah. You know, escaping, I can understand with the kids. Yeah. I don't, all the, everything I say applies to kids. So you're going to complain about your life and you want to be excited you got a work trip. Kids, sure, of course. Yeah, you need a break. Everybody needs a break. <laughs> Thank God. Getting away from them. Okay, so strippers and strip clubs. Yes, strippers and strip clubs. Um, I enjoy going to a strip club. Um, then we want to start there. I'll let me put mine on the table. I do not enjoy. Okay. Going to a strip club. I enjoy it only. I mean, on the rare occasion that I would go. I haven't been to a strip club in. <sighs> I don't know, a really, really, really long time. When was the last time? Oh, okay. So I think maybe like 12 years ago, maybe I went to Swinging Richards. Yeah. Um, And that was interesting. So Swinging Richards, for people who don't know, is a, a, a male strip club, but it's a gay male strip club. It's not the kind of male strip club that's for ladies. It's for gay men. They show gay porn on the uh, screens behind the bar. Um, They have a heavy, heavy pour there. You get fucking drunk there on accident. It's a problem. Um, But a lot of the strippers that work there are straight. And like their girlfriends hang out and watch them. And they go kiss them in between (laughs) dances and stuff. It's really weird. Um, And the way that they strip is very unique also they do a lot of like wagging that is not oh and they can't get hard they have to stay flaccid it's like the the law what happens if you do get hard i guess they have to excuse themselves (laughs) yeah i mean that's a tough thing i guess if they're straight maybe there's nothing there that's arousing them yeah i guess but if you're a stripper i would think that being the stripper i mean okay there it's it's just another job so maybe that's where those people are right there's something alluring about it to be a stripper, and that's why people do it, not just for the money, but you have to have another reason. Like, I couldn't be a stripper because I couldn't, I wouldn't feel okay turning other guys on and then like them kind of touching me or like me having to like rub up on them with my butt and stuff. Like, that feels crazy to do. So it's interesting the people that A, feel like, yeah, I can to- I totally see myself doing that for money. That's no problem, <laughs> you know? And then, so that makes me think that they must have some, there must be some sort of like allure to it. Is it that they're just, um, what, not extra, uh, um, not a, the other part of the voyeur. Mm. When people want to have sex outdoors and like be seen, what is that called? Ex- it's not extroverts, it's something X, isn't it? Look it up. You've really said. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold it's on. all right. I feel bad that I don't know. I'm only shutting down. I'm like, I don't know. Because uh, I feel like an idiot. I should have. I should have known that. I know what you're saying. The, yeah. The term okay. is just escaping my mind. Uh, I know you're going to jump in here. So I, didn't, I don't want to start a point. Because then you're going to. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do, do, do. 
Would you still call me Superman? Exhibitionist. Exhibitionist. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't find it and you found it in oh, your brain. Yeah, it hit me. Yes, thank you. It just took a sec. I didn't like being on the spot. Yeah, totally. Okay, so well, but th- yeah. there's two things you're saying. One, you're just saying going to Swinging Richards. I think strip clubs in general, it's not, it's like a different type of thing. You're going there, it's a novelty. Going to a strip club where women strip, it's kind of a novelty to you. You can enjoy it. Yeah. You're not going for the same reasons. And I think that, have you ever been to a strip club for straight women? Yes. How is that? Is that a different feeling there? Even that, I feel it's as though. It's a totally different feeling. I do feel as though even women, though, go there and they laugh and they giggle and yeah. it's not. Like, oh, yeah, look at that. No, you're right. It is a more party atmosphere. And going to a strip club where women are stripping, even I feel like titillated in a way that's like, oh, they like me. You know, like the stripper likes me. Well, the way (laughs) the reason I say it's a novelty because strip clubs are really for people to have some kind of fantasy right mm-hmm. especially straight strip clubs straight men going they're to watch. selling a fan the, the women are selling yes yeah they go and guys cross the line sometimes and don't realize that's all it really is and then they touch too much and mm-hmm. we can get into that and they're just fucking assholes uh you know swinging richards gay guys even if they know the dancers are straight whether you know whatever it's still kind of a fantasy thing mm-hmm. i'm sure that's maybe more of a party atmosphere no no that one it not. was like well, so first of all, they don't allow bachelorette parties anymore because straight women were going there. Yeah, as ruining like, it. Ruining it. Whatever the yes. atmosphere there is, they come in, they got my penis balloon and my yeah. penis glowing penis necklace. And and so many bachelorette parties feel so entitled to everything. You know, it's like, this is my thing. Like, this is my night and it's nobody else's night. It's my. And so, yeah, they, they are sillier. And there are people, there are dudes at this Swinging Richards that are like trying to treat it which, which okay this is weird right we're, we're calling all of a sudden the male the gay male at the gay male strip club is now in some sort of dignified position where they shouldn't be messed with this is their area but then the male the the males going to the female strip club are like douchebag like dirty p- crossing the line wait the dude's going to the strip club yes the straight the, strip club the straight strip club well look there's something to dance around here because you could talk about gay men just as men, take the gay out of the equation. Yeah. But I don't know. And I so therefore I don't want to make assumptions because then people attach other things to it. Like he was talking ill of gay men. I was not. I, no, I don't you know. Weren't. I, I'm sure just speaking as a man who's making an umbrella statement about all men, which is also not a cool thing to do. <laughs> but I'm sure there are people who go to the strip club, gay strip club, and they're just as creepy as the dudes who go to straight strip clubs i think the difference is the even though the well it's interesting the power dynamic feels a little different well yes certainly that is definitely different yeah the power dynamic at a gay strip club when you have a woman at a straight strip club and a man when the man's usually the most sexual being around and is calling the shots probably used to calling the shots in some archaic form of uh I don't know the term I'm looking for is extra ex- <laughs> not ex- exhibitionism, ex- ex- exhibitionism. <laughs> uh, you know, dominance. OK, I, I think, you know, what I the, the, the term I can't find is is, you know, traditionally sex was we're going to have sex when the man wants to have sex mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to have sex. We won't. But he wants to have sex. Then we have to. And it's kind of that thing. And so I feel like hopefully things are changing on that front. But guys probably go into a strip club and. That dynamic exists in their heads. It's not like they can play it out at the strip club. 
Whereas when there's two men at a gay strip club, right. which is something I can't speak to, I don't know, but I do assume that it's a different dynamic. I think though, the fantasy that the stripper, the female stripper is selling to a man, a straight man, is that the straight man is in control when really the female stripper is actually in control. Oh, certainly. That's, that's why. So that's even, that's like the biggest part of the fantasy. It's right out in the open. That is the dynamic is the, the woman has all the control in a strip club setting. Yeah. But the dude is fooled into thinking I have control. I have the money. I could get her to do things that I would want her to do with my money. And right. No, no, it's only going to go so far. She's only doing it. She's only doing whatever she wants. And that proves my point. Yeah. These guys are stupid. I know, but there is something that's exciting about being there. Like I, I think going and enjoying it for what it is, it's fine and being okay. respectful. Like yeah. I'm, I am not down on strip clubs existing. I am not down on strippers. The reason no. that I don't like going to strip clubs is because I don't like the feel of being in. And this is partly in my own head. But the feel of being in a crowd of a bunch of guys, many of whom are acting very creepy mm. or acting as if they uh, are owed something. Right. And I don't want to be mistaken for one of them and I don't like being around them. No, that makes sense. And those are, that's the reason. I'd like, In theory, I have no problem with it. Right. I'm. It's fine that they exist. It's just that, yeah, watching the guy dangle a dollar bill and then pull it away and then put it back out and bend over and yeah. come on <laughs> yeah stop that don't so, do that so that's the only reason you know i'm not a big fan of strip clubs but i want to clear that up yeah i'm not down on the the women the owners sometimes i think there's a whole dynamic there where the owners again yeah i don't know who knows i don't know the inner work hopefully there's like nice owners these days but i feel like traditionally in the past sometimes the owners were assholes and they treat usually a man who treated the you know everyone like crap yeah well if i know anything from showgirls then <laughs> the owner of the strip club's a real jerk but kind of like a father figure so yeah he's there yeah and then he hires a house mom yeah that lady someone. shows her boobs yeah. well a house mom is uh, someone who controls the dressing room in mm -hmm. the back they have to tip them i think that they have to tip out the house mom good what's she doing really she's helping them get eh, ready what do they need help sometimes with? it's a gay man I, I read that too i don't know if it's ever a <laughs> straight man probably not because he no. probably couldn't do his job no he's not gonna cut tampon strings <laughs> off of strippers <laughs> for them i'm just thinking people listening it's like he really does he hate himself he's a man it's like sometimes you know what there is a difficulty and being a man, knowing how a lot of men traditionally act, yes, sometimes it yeah. is difficult, and I don't like the fact. Listen, during um, uh, a lot of the racial stuff that was really coming up, I think like three or four years ago, there was like a lot of racist stuff, right? Like with the hands up, don't shoot, and the you know the protests and people stopping traffic and stuff. And I lived in a very black community at the time, and I felt like kind of weird about being white. I was like, do people see me and think that I'm a white girl and that I'm, you know, I don't know, privileged or that I s am friendly to your face, but secretly I don't like you because you're black and I'm white? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not. people understand that people shouldn't be lumped together. Yeah. What I'm well, saying, like though, when, yeah. I, when I lump all men together, th that's like saying that you as a woman look at men 
across the board exactly the same, which mm -hmm. I know that you probably don't. You understand there are nuances, there are different types of guys, things like that. So hopefully people of color, when something like that's happening, look at white people and don't say they're all pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah. Um, but being the person who is in the group where the behavior is happening, you don't like yeah. the behavior. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's one thing, you know, white guilt. Mm -hmm. You don't get too deep into it, but that exists. Like people will carry that. I'm like, I'm one of the good ones. I'm one of the good ones. But like, then I, even that is. But it's like, I don't know if you need to prove that. Hopefully. you know. But even that is saying like all black people think the same. Like, and I need to prove to everyone that I'm not this. It's like yeah. you're also making it about yourself at that right. point. Yeah. Oh, me, I'm not. No, 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 no. Shut yeah, up. Like, no one cares you. about you. <laughs> it's not about you. So anyway. Yeah. Um. I. I enjoy going, I think sometimes almost like a man where I sometimes do feel like not not like I have a chance with this person or anything, but I do like the idea that I am a woman and that they see a lot of dudes there and they feel a little bit safer, like going a little bit farther with me. And so that feels very like exciting, you know, to be around. It almost feels a little bit like gambling when it's just exciting to like keep winning, you know, and you sort of chase that feeling a little bit. And I think sometimes when I'm at the strip club, especially you're getting drunk. So, you know, you're drinking while you're there. Do you feel entitled to touch more? I feel not entitled, but allowed reading the room, like reading a situation. It does seem like I could do a little more touching. And the rules still apply to you. You're not supposed to touch, but I think you probably could get away with more because yeah. Again, more than likely, I was like, I'll let her touch. And it's just kind of fun. It's not going to progress into anything yeah. that's crossing a line. I'm not going to, because I can't physically dominate them at any point. <laughs> you know, So if anything, they have the things to back themselves up. And there's, I am, I, I'm a smaller person, human. And just in general, I don't think I'm very threatening. So I think that in that respect, I do get a little bit more, leeway like i said i haven't been to a strip club in so so long like the the i went the last one like i said was a gay male strip club but then the one before that was a regular straight strip club and then for my friend's bachelorette party we did go to a place that had both it was like a straight strip club on one side i'm sorry not straight it was a ladies are stripping on one side and guys are stripping on the other and they're for like Men go over here to the ladies typically and women go over here for like the kashaw of this like ridiculous like, Woo! you know, talk things, guys and tiny little things flipping <laughs> their flopping around. I was much more interested in what was happening with the ladies side. So I was over there. I like was pretty drunk already. I like laid down on the end of the stage with like a dollar bill in my mouth and the lady took it from me. Um, this lady was getting or she was giving a lap dance to someone and I reached over and like pulled her string of her top off. <laughs> yeah, well, and the people just... I was with were like, oh, and I was like, what? And then she was, she laughed. She was fine with it. You're just like, that is a nice atmosphere. It sounds like. Yeah. Just to have fun. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like strip clubs where men are stripping for women, the atmosphere, it's kind of like that where the women, it's strange that the dynamic still exists where you're talking about physically. That's just the thing. Um, uh, even though the stripper, I guess because the physical uh, strength of men, mm -hmm. usually more so than women, so therefore they could dominate if they wanted. And we already established that the stripper is actually in the position of power, even in 
a strip club where there's women stripping for men. Right. You, so you give the power to the stripper in the female strip club to the man stripper. Wait, and what? he's also what? a man. Say that again? Well, the guy stripping in a, oh, a, yeah, yeah. In a strip club where women go. Right. He's now in the position of power, which we establishes goes with the stripper. Right. So, but that does seem like maybe it's not exactly the same there. Like maybe women do have more power in the male stripping strip club. Maybe. Um, there's just a lot of them, like ants at that point. So, <laughs> you know, there's enough. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to talk about the power dynamics with the. Well, uh, that's all right. This, but I did. I do know this theory about it is it's interesting. The difference between a female stripper and a male stripper where um, male strippers always have to have like a job. So they come out as like a fireman, policeman. <laughs> they always have a job, a construction worker. But um, women are just strippers. <laughs> that's the, they're showing you that's their job. They don't come out as anything else. That's is that part of the fantasy that uh, you know there's a balance to everything, mm-hmm. and women don't want to be like they want to be safely dominated, yeah, respected within it. Mm-hmm. Like oh he's thinking about me too, but you want the guy to take control. So these are jobs like fireman. That's a strong man. Yes, policeman. There's power that comes along with that job. Yeah, uh, construction worker physically strong can fix things probably around my house yeah so you know there it's it's tapping in more into listen that thing i talk about fred blankenship from wsb tv he's very tall he's very friendly but he's tall and he's kind of like a bigger person and so my fantasy with him is just for him to like pick me up yeah just to like feel small and light in his arms not like like you pick like a damsel up but just like it's like from under my armpit, just like woo. So again, a strip club being a fantasy place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, women's fantasy isn't just to see a naked dude. No, and especially they do so many tricks. You know, they're always like taking a woman and then like flipping her around and then like pounding her in a weird way, and every all her girlfriends like woo, you know, freaking out. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's that's somewhat playful though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I've seen in Magic Mike. Which oh I, yeah, which I love. I haven't seen Magic Mike yet. I love that movie. It's in just a nice, <laughs> nice, charming movie. Do they play Pony? Pony, let's do That's it. That's a good question. Possibly. I would. I can't remember now. But anyway, so I'm basing my understanding <laughs> of the way these things work yeah. from that movie. But, uh, you know, going back to the fantasy as a guy going into a strip club and women dancing. Yeah, the fantasy. I just want to see your boobs. Yeah. That's it. Well, and lately, too, if you... I mean, like I said, I haven't been to a female strip club in a long time where the ladies are stripping. But I think that a lot of the stripping now is really just like twerking and and pole tricks. And a lot of the women are really strong. You know, they're like you get super strong twerking probably right that's like you're using some abdominal muscles and then to pull yourself up on that pole and do all those tricks that to me doesn't feel as sexy especially twerking i really think that twerking is interesting to look at but it in no way makes me think of like that's hot i agree with you on that but obviously there's appeal I don't know what the appeal is it's little flashes of butthole i want to get in there (laughs) yeah i Again, I can't. And like you see in porn sometimes where people are like twerking on a penis or something like when they're having sex. And it's like, is this what you is this? Is this really all it's like? Is this does that feel really good? 
to be twerked on like that? I can't answer it. I can't either. It doesn't seem like very much. It feels like I think I that it like wouldn't I, do much for the woman. And I think that it would probably be a disappointment to the man. Like I said, I don't know because I'm not a dude. But look, if the guy liked it, then it could do something for the woman. She's like, look what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm getting him excited over okay. this thing. But, sure. Uh, but yeah, just like the shaking of the butt. <laughs> it really does make me think. Oh, and we we were talking earlier today about those um, <laughs> the titty drops. <laughs> People may not know what that is. There's like a whole subreddit on Reddit where people are pulling up their shirts and their bras and stuff really slowly. And then their boobs like drop down. And I guess you get to see like the weight of a big boob. And that's really hot. It's a big thing. But then a lot of the girls were like moving their boobs up and down one after, you know, like up, down, up, down. And like it really just they look like you look like an animal from the nature channel or something. Well, because a lot of these things. Uh, you don't see the woman's face. Oh, yeah. So there's these disembodied breasts. Yeah. And that puts it in a different perspective. It's, wow. That really is. We are just animals. Yes. Like when you see the full human, you can lose yourself. It's like the suspension of disbelief. Sometimes with twerking, though, because really the focus is really on their butt, just scooting up and down. It really just feels like, what are we doing? You're like that bird with the colorful feathers that flips them around that bird that's all black and then he lifts up his wings and he has that blue stripe on the bottom. Yeah, but say you're getting it. It's backwards. The nature, it's always the male, the male that's got to yeah. do some dance. The birds that dance all strange or have the weird feathers or the deer who will Fight interlock it. antlers and yeah. rip antlers. Out. <laughs> it's always the guys trying to show off. Well, this, I mean, the guys are showing off in a way at a strip club, right? Because they're with their money. Money, yeah. Yeah, or they think they, they're mistaken and think they can charm the woman into, okay, I'll go home with you. Look, I'm not saying that it hasn't ever happened in oh. the history of things, but for yeah. the most part, women are going there, they're doing a job, and then they're leaving. And if they meet someone on the job that they genuinely connect with for some reason, then sure. Yeah. Or maybe even at some point someone's propositioned and there's been enough money, but I think for the most part, guys go in with this false sense of superiority. They're People, gonna... I read this thing where um, regulars will spend five thousand to like fifteen thousand, and they could do that twice in a week. There's a, th- I mean, that happens even on the cam girl websites. Oh, really? Where there's guys who attach to a certain cam girl. Mm. They're always in the room. They're known. They tip a shitload, mm-hmm. and who knows how much money they're throwing? And it gives them. Then they start policing the room. Like they're the authority in the room uh, and guys come in and they write something crude and then the guy steps up and protects the woman as though she couldn't say something herself and tell the, the crude guy to you know, cut it out. Yeah. And then like, I'm here. So, you know, that money in their minds buys them something, mm-hmm. but there's a disconnect because it's a cam. Yeah. So then they get to be the one in the room who has the say. It's, it's, they feel special. I know that some people buy things off of cam girls like Amazon wish lists and things, right? Yeah, they'll send it. Yeah. Which good for the woman. Sure. And look, it's there. I I have people can make their own decisions. You put this out, I want these things. You're not forcing anyone to nope. do anything. Mm-mm. And if a guy thinks that it gives him some kind of special standing with you and he wants to do it, then all power to you. <laughs> um 
And I think that you said that there's a uptick in cam girls because of COVID. New cam girls. New cam girls. And probably people watching too. Sure. But I read an article that uh, there's a lot of new cam girls out there. Yeah. Because look, people lost their jobs. And uh, even if they didn't, people are stuck inside. Mm-hmm. It's like, what can I do? And I can get some money. But yeah, you still have to be. What do you have to do? Just whatever they want? Or like whatever you say you'll do? What do you mean? Like if you're a cam, like look, if I wanted to get on my computer and be a cam girl, what do you what do you have to promise to do? Nothing. You said it. They tend to set their own things. I, I clicked on one and this girl was napping. She was just sleeping. Yeah, that's the thing. You get to do what you want. But does she make money doing that? Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know if that works. It doesn't seem like yeah. that would work. But a lot of the times at your room, you're the one in control and yeah. you said it. Like, hey, if I get this many tokens, I'll do this. If we get to this yeah. uh, uh, amount. Part of me would hope, like, I hope I don't get any tokens because <laughs> I don't want to do the thing. Well, then that's why you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make money from this webcam thing, but I don't want to have to do anything gross. Some play games. Like you get a spin a wheel mm. and the wheel's got different prizes on it. Which oh, is like, like what? Winger. I've, I've made videos and yeah, you get one of these videos or oh. I'll flash you now because it landed on this. Or... Oh. But hmm. no, you don't, you're not forced unless you're one of the Russian girls. Oh yeah. Who work in one of those warehouses that's been broken into numerous sets that look like bedrooms yeah and then i'm sure the guys take a lot of the money who run those they go home to their real sad lives and they probably call some shots you're going to do this but for the for the most part yeah yeah, you're not you don't have to do any there's no guidelines of what you need to do you can try anything out i'm going to sit here and eat chips yeah and if you if i get ten thousand tokens i'll take off my shirt and eat chips (laughs) Uh, if I get 10,000 tokens, I'll dip these chips in some sour cream. Some people are into that. Yeah. Are you a feeder? I'm hungry. <laughs> see, I could see myself getting into that more than yeah. being in the actual strip club. And that's... Wait, what do you mean? The actual like sexual part of cam girls or... Well, there's not going to be sex. Well, the sexual aspect, well, I'm there's no, And there's no idea that there's going to be sex. The sexual aspect of it. Or are you saying that you would be into like the silly ones where someone's just napping or eating chips? Well, just in general. Okay. I think I could get into more because it removes a lot of the anxieties that are self-imposed. And you have a, a lot club. to choose from. You have like an infinite number of ladies to go through and find one that fits your fancy that doesn't seem to be doing it for any weird like pathological reason. You know, but, someone yeah, who's uh, has I'm brown s- hair and bangs. <laughs> sure, you can pick out the <laughs> one you like. But what I'm saying is there's no misunderstanding that I think that I'm going to get sex out of this. Right. Who knows where you are in the world? And I'm just watching. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things. And again, it's just self-imposed anxiety. And the woman does not give a shit if I think that or not. We'll probably prefer that I thought it because she'd get get more money out of me. But Mm. it's like, what am I trying to prove in a strip club by withholding? I'm not one of these guys. Like, well, then don't be here. Yeah. Right. And they're like, please be one of those guys. I've never actually really wanted to go to a strip club. Back when we both worked for 96 Rock. Mm. Uh, in Atlanta, which was a classic rock station. There were a lot of strip club gigs tied to the radio station. So mm-hmm. I was at strip clubs then. And then you go through a phase where you're hanging out with people who want to go to strip clubs. Uh, a couple of the people I traveled with when I worked one of my jobs and we were traveling a lot doing video shoots would like to go to strip clubs. And sometimes I would go along. Uh, I didn't really ever want to, but I was there. Okay. 
there was one night we were in Seattle and two of them said, we're going to go. And I was like, I'm going back to the hotel. And I did. And later in the night I found out they both paid for like private dances and jizzed in their pants. <gasps> Like they were just rubbed through their pants enough where they then you have to like walk home. Ew. It's like whatever excitement you have in the moment when you're walking and it's wet and come on, is it worth I'm it? I'm sure right afterward it was um it was regret. Probably. Right? You're like, oh man. But what am I doing? For, again, good for her. She she got them to spend some money for those. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if purposely set out to do that, but it worked and they got what they wanted. Yeah. And then there was a time I traveled with a client. Uh, we were doing a shoot in Arizona. And we had to like tour the state just to look for shooting locations. And he and one of his friends like, we're going to the strip club. I was like, I'm not going to go. And like, what are you gay? Oh, God. I don't want to go, especially not with you. The way you've been talking about women this whole time. Oh, yeah, time. that would be the worst. Yeah. And then they're going, those are the kind of people force lap dances on you because they already know you're uncomfortable. And I don't want to do any lap dances. Mm-mm. There was one time I went out. And someone got a lap dance for me and I rejected it and I didn't do it properly. I didn't reject it properly because then it made the woman feel rejected. I How do you reject it? I was like, I was, it started and I wasn't into it. And I said, this is okay. We don't have to do this. And she said, don't worry. You're not my type. either." <gasps> oh man. It's like, that's not, look, I could have handled it better. I could have said, no, thank you. And maybe explained a little more. Yeah. Um, it was already paid for, but I didn't want it. Because I can't let go and just get into it. Maybe that's something wrong with me because if you want to go, you can obviously go to a strip club and be there and be respectful and enjoy it for what it is. I just had the inability to do that. Yeah. So, you know, as they exist, there's a way to go there and enjoy it, not be a jerk. I just couldn't do it. I think that I would like to go again, but maybe I wouldn't like it as much as an adult. I mean, the last time I was at a strip club was in Montreal, mm-hmm. uh, the the day Michael Jackson died. So I don't know what that was, 2009. And uh, it worked differently there. You didn't tip strippers on stage. You paid the doorman like oh, yeah. $20 to get in. Not a cover charge. It's like if there was a cover charge, then you tip the doorman. And then you would go in and then the girls would dance. And it was like an audition for you to then take them to a private dance. <laughs> and then you paid them during the private dance? You or you paid, paid them for the private dance? Yeah, and then maybe you tipped on top of that. I don't know because I didn't get to the private dance. One friend oh, okay. did and he came back and said, I, just, I scissored her nipple. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> scissored her nipple. <laughs> sure. Great. But that was the last time I was at one, so that one worked differently. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for so long. I scissored a nipple. It's a strange thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know this guy, then it kind of fits his personality because okay. it's probably playful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. Okay. Uh, you know, outside of that, I think the last real strip club I was at was at one under the Queensboro Bridge. Whoa. Well, like right next to the the foot of the Queensboro uh-huh. Bridge in the shadows of it. How was it? And that was with when someone we used to work with was in town. Oh, okay. And he was, you know, he would work at strip clubs. He's like, come on out. Yeah. So I just hung out in the DJ booth with him. So then you're shielded from. That's true. You're like, you know, I guess it could be even worse if that's the case, right? Because the DJ could be a dick and then you're his dick friend that's hanging around and like thinks that you get special access to things just because you're with the DJ or the DJ's a cool guy, like a nice guy. And now you're a trusted, like basically sort of semi-employee. And you just hide in the booth. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm safe in here. Yeah. 
I'm not going to leave. And then I think the time before that, I was a strip club was probably a bachelor party. And there was a woman walking around, a waitress with test tube shots. Like they were in test tubes. Yes. And I snuck up behind her and like stole one. (gasps) And I thought I got away with it. But then like the the security came. Yeah. Like security cam, I bet, probably saw me. Sure. And uh, yeah. Scared the fuck out of me. What'd they say? I don't remember exactly what they said, but they're, they're big dudes. And yeah. I'm just this drunk idiot who's in his early 20s. I think 20s. that those test tube shot girls, I think they have to buy that box of test tube shots. And then they sell. Okay. And then they sell them and then get tips on them. Yeah. So sometimes they sell them for more to people who are drunk and dumb. All right. So, so that's a, yeah. this is framed differently now. And that's a shitty thing I did. I no, but you're, I know what you're saying. I people thought I make... was stealing from the strip club. I was like, I'll show you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, whatever the case was, they uh, were going to kick me out. But because I think they realized I was so scared and weak that they <laughs> yeah. said, you're going to pay for that. And I forget what they charged me. They charged me like 60 bucks. What? <laughs> they just charged me. <laughs> they weren't going to say it. I was like, what was I yeah, going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I got the, the receipt. I was like, okay, okay. Well, if <laughs> this you. if this replaces an ass beating, yeah, then sure, okay. Scary. What's well, a dumb thing to do? I know. What did I think? What? Did nah, I- you're young and you're drunk. You know. What a, yeah, poor decision making. Yes. Also, it's just stereotypical to go to a strip club on a bat for a bachelor party. Yeah, but I mean, it's a little bit of a thing, and so sometimes it's fun to do. Something that is like, this is what people do when this is happening. You know, I get it. Yeah. There was the one strip club I wanted to go to, though. That was in Atlanta that I never made it to. That girls are fun. <gasps> yes. That was on Northside Drive. That was in like a strip mall. Yes. It was just in a strip of, it's not like a traditional suburban strip mall, but it no. was just in a strip of one store. It was a gas station, right? No, I don't know if there was a gas station there. Or maybe there, but it, it wasn't a gas station. No, no, no. But next to it, I thought it was like a shell and then girls are fun. And then the neon lips and inside of the lips, it was an open mouth lips and it said, yes. Yeah, I really, I was just curious. Me too. Going to bars, that's something that I'm interested in is dive bars. I like going to places like, all right, this place just exists uh, as it is. It's not trying to be anything else unless it's a new bar that's trying to be a dive bar. But you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes. Uh, There's something authentic about it. It's like, oh, going, but I just, I had no clue. Yeah. Who knows what's going on in there? I don't even know if it was a strip club. It could have been just like one of those weird Jack Shack things. Well, that's one of the things you go in. It's something that it, it you think it's something that it's not. Yeah. It's like there were oh, bodegas I went to in New York. And when I first moved there, a lot of these have been cleaned out, but they barely had any things on the shelves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, okay, I'm just here to get like a seltzer. What's going on? You realize that it's a front for something they're selling. A lot of them used to sell drugs. Yeah. You would go in there, get your drugs from the that bodega, you know. There was a, a place in Laurel that was a liquor store and it had... Just nothing, just empty, empty shelves, like little bits of stock. And then it, and the air conditioning wasn't on. It was really hot in there. And I was like, this has to be something else. What is happening here? Yeah. What is this You place? never know. Or, you know, one of the, those places had people playing dominoes in the back, mm, which, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like that wasn't hidden. So I don't know if it was an illegal dominoes gambling ring or Maybe what. Maybe it turns into like a cockfighting thing. Midnight. Who knows? But like girls, girls are fun. You can't peek in and see what's actually going yeah. on. And I was, yeah, I wish I, I actually wish I'd done it because 
Remember the Claremont Lounge mm-hmm. when it was actually the Claremont Lounge? It's still the Claremont Lounge, but you know, it gained such notoriety and it became a destination. And then the people who came in from out of town had to go to the Claremont. Lounge. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's still a shithole. But now it's just a shithole because it's expected to be a shithole. Right. It was a shithole. Like, look at us. We're a shithole. Yeah. It was a shithole before because it was just an actual shithole. Mm-hmm. And while they may not have changed consciously, something changes in that process. And it's not the same place. Right. And I don't even know if the first time I ever went in 2002, I don't know what it was of that. Was it still authentic then or was it already starting to change? Maybe it already wasn't. Yeah, what it maybe was. the old timers there would say it had already changed. Sure. And it probably had, but it was still a place that. It's like Northside Tavern. Yeah, and the Claremont Lounge, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know, it was the Claremont Hotel on Ponce in Atlanta had a strip club in the basement, but it wasn't really, it was like a bar first and then yeah. the strippers were behind the bar on a stage. So you didn't have direct access to them. And then they were older women or not mm-hmm. traditionally good looking women. And you know, there's something interesting about that. Yeah. But that's the way it actually existed. And maybe those women danced there because they wanted to dance. And you know, a lot of strip clubs, you know, when you're hiring people, there's the level of superficiality that needs to go into it. Right. And maybe that's where they could dance. They got a job there. It wasn't like, we're hiring you because... Well, I think it's it was it was uh, classified as like where strippers go to die. Yeah. So when you can't work the mainstream clubs anymore, you still want to strip because maybe it's all you know. And so you can go to Claremont. And there was like a mother-daughter that worked there. I feel like Girls Are Fun could have been whatever the whatever Claremont became. Like it yeah. could have been the next. It's like, oh, look at this. But there place. are lots of places that are like creepy like that. That's, you know, down. Um, was it um, uh, going up to like Lennox? Anyway, Georgia specific places. Are you talking about like Cheshire Bridge? Yes, Road? Cheshire Bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they had that one strip club had helicopters on some towers. I forget what that place was. There were two towers outside of the strip club and then there were helicopters. Oh, on top of yeah. There was there's a place now. I don't know if it still says this, but the sign said something about a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are certainly things to explore. Yeah. And again, I think there are places. I mean, all of them you go and you just enjoy them for what they are and don't get out of line. There was one, the gold rush. I remember we went there for a promotion once uh-huh. with the radio station. And someone I went to high school with was stripping. And she like ran away when she saw me. Aww. Yeah. Did I, you see her later in the night? I'm not judging for any of that. No. No, she came up and like, oh, sorry, I just didn't expect to see you. Yeah. And look, she was someone that uh, everyone had wanted to see naked in high school. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that, that was there. Um, but it caught her off guard. Yeah, I can, of course. I can understand that. It probably takes you, it brings you into a reality of like, this is someone who knew me before and now I'm a stripper. Yeah, and I do think that there's probably still judgment that's passed on strippers. Sure. So when there's someone that you know, who then also knows other people you know, mm-hmm. and if you're scared, they're going to pass judgment and they tell everyone. But I ain't care. I don't, I don't, I'm not yeah. judging that stuff. Again, I'm just judging the dudes. <laughs> right. You're there. You're there to cast judgment on the dudes, not the <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably just stop casting judgment Maybe. all around. So anyway, I still, you know, even with this new outlook, I have no desire to really go to a strip club at this point okay maybe noted again, maybe again one day i'll try it but thanks for listening to one topic like and subscribe rate and review 
please check out hoffandpepper.com for uh, some really great locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. They need your business. Um, you can go to hoffandpepper.com, use our code one topic 15 They'll give you a free mini flask of hot sauce to send anywhere in the country for someone who you think would like it. So check them out. Um, do all those things. You can email us, I think. Instagram, everything. Get in touch with us. Tell us things. Okay, love you. Bye. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana-style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code 1TOPIC15. Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. 1TOPIC15. Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome.